welcome to the Unteachables podcast. I'm your host, Claire, and I am absolutely no stranger to the challenges and let's face it, sometimes carnage of being a teacher. And if you found yourself here listening with me, I'd say that you might know a bit about that as well, because being a teacher is friggin' hard. And this podcast is dedicated to making you feel a hell of a lot less alone whilst giving you the knowledge, support and strategies that you need to not just survive the chaos of being a teacher, but truly thrive. Think about it as getting a weekly dose of relatable, actionable, and most importantly, enjoyable professional learning straight into your ears. So hit the subscribe button, download me for your commute, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone. How are we all? Happy Tuesday. I hope that everyone's staying warm wherever you are. I'm um, all cool, depending on where you are as well. I'm sitting in my office right now and outside is a freaking winter wonderland because London had this huge dump of snow last night. And I just don't think coming from Australia and not seeing snow until I was what, like 28, it will never stop becoming like a novelty to see snow. It's just so magical and so beautiful. Um, But yes, hope everyone who has had to go to work this morning is staying warm and safe because I went for a little walk this morning. I'm like, you know what? This is lovely. I'm going to go down and get a coffee. And then I got down the street and realized that it was super slippery. And I think my mummy instincts kicked in. (laughs) I cowered back to my my apartment because I didn't want to slip over onto my bum. Anyway, enough of that. This is my last podcast of season one and for 2022. So I thought that I'd do an episode that felt like it was kind of wrapping things up, a bit of a closing of a chapter because from this point, things are going to look very different with this space. There's a lot of things that are going to be changing. There's a lot of exciting things coming. So I guess I'll start with a bit of Unteachables news. Um, I've been talking about it for a little while anyway, but the doors to my course that'll teach them are now closed for enrollment and they're going to stay that way until April 2023. So I'll be reopening um, to a wait list in April 2023 and then we'll start the course at the end of April. And I'm also not going to be releasing any masterclasses until that, like after that time as well. So in terms of um, like courses and all the rest of it, it's going to be quiet on my ends, but I am going to be running two free series over on my Instagram. I'm just going to be posting them on my feeds. And the first is starting this week, actually, and it's going to be going through January and for a little bit of February. And it's for new teachers and it's called A New Teacher's Guide to Thrive. I do say new teachers, but there's actually going to be heaps of content that's relevant to all teachers, new and more experienced. Uh, It has a bunch of stuff like kind of supporting teachers from the ground up, you know, from that awkward first day to, you know, how to get organized and feel a little bit more on top of things to giving you reminders and boosts and establishing a teaching personality and teaching persona. Um, So you can kind of just cherry pick what you want or need from that. But that's going to be like 30 days of support, not necessarily in a row. I'm just going to be releasing it over a little bit of December because, you know, you need to get ready for what is to come in January and then through January and a little bit of Feb. And then from Feb, March, I'm so leading into April when I'm relaunching the course, I'll be doing an Instagram series called the Classroom Culture Reset. Now, this is for all teachers, new and old. Um, You can join and just cherry pick what you want from that as well. Like the reason I'm doing this one is there's often this like huge push at the start of the year and like we need to be all over it. We need to have our routine set. We need to be all over our expectations. We need to have our teaching persona sorted and be able to gain that that respect from the get-go. Our introductions need to be on point. We need to hit the ground running. There's all of this pressure to be able to do that immediately. But 
we lose that. Like we can hit the ground running as hard as we can, but throughout the year, things kind of get caught up with us and, you know, classes are more challenging sometimes. Throughout the year, we learn more and we can do things differently. So we actually don't need to be all over from day one. We can press, if we're having a difficult time with a class, we can press that reset button at any point and recreate the cultures of our classroom. Like there is that misconception, like it really does freak people out that if you're struggling, you can't change the game, but you can change the game, whether it's mid-year or even the end of the year, even if you're in your last term, you can still press that reset button and have a much easier time with a class. And um, yeah, this series just aims to help with that. So again, if you're a new teacher, if you're a more experienced teacher, if you're any kind of teacher, even if you're in training, um, the classroom culture reset will just give you some really like actionable routines and just some knowledge that you need to press that button. So the reason I am doing these, uh, it is a lot of upfront work to be able to set them up, but I really truly wanted to find a way that I could still support you whilst being in those like early chaotic days of motherhood because I won't be running any courses, because I won't be doing any podcast. I mean, I will be, I'll talk about the podcast in a second. Um, but this time away from all of those things, like actually running a masterclass, running the course, it will allow me just to do the mum thing for a while. But also I need to update the That'll Teach Them course. So it, it will be a lot of work on that too. And I also need to work on my book. It's never just about the behavior. So this time in the next four months will be about mumming. It'll be about updating the te- like That'll Teach Them course, which will have a lot of live elements. And it'll be really different than the one that I currently have. Um, and just I need to write this book. So that's my priority. There's lots and lots going on. So, um, yeah, I will obviously be running more stuff later in next year, but for now it's a little bit more on holds. And that comes to this podcast. This is also my last podcast episode for the year and I'm probably not going to start it back up again until like late Jan or early Feb. Um, But that is just because of the chaos of this time of life and I can't really put a particular date on it. And the reason I can't put a particular date on it is pretty obvious. I'm going to be recording some now before Bubba comes along. But she could come along in two weeks. She could come along in seven weeks. She could come tomorrow even. So the date that I release the podcast again is going to be very dependent on those factors. And who knows, she might be a great old baby and she might sleep away and I could, you know, record some podcast episodes between that. Um, But you just don't know. So I thought that I would start wrapping things up now and tell you that in this episode because my greatest fear and what's keeping me up at night is, you know, things going on and then I just ghost everyone. I ghost that like the Unteachables podcast. I ghost my Instagram. I ghost everything that I've been working really hard to establish and support people through for the last two years. So that's why I'm wrapping things up today. And this episode is about obviously just that and wrapping things up and telling you about what's going on with the Unteachables. But I also wanted to give you something that you want to leave behind in 2022 and something to move towards um, in 2023 instead. And this is something that I am framing in a teaching way, but it's also something that's helped me immensely in my professional and personal life as well. So what to leave behind in 2022 and what to move towards in 2023? Well, I recently read this book called The Gap in the Game by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And I really wanted to talk about this concept of the gap and the gain. So this concept is all about how we can either be living in the gap 
or the gain in our lives. And when we're living in the gap, we're measuring ourselves forward to a goalpost we've like arbitrarily created for ourselves. So in teaching this weird arbitrary goalpost, this random goalpost that isn't based on anything could be, you know, I will be so happy when I've finally gotten into teaching and I've finished my degree and I, you know, I have my first class and then you might get to having your first class. And then when you get there, you'll say, I'll be so happy when I've been teaching for five years and feel so much more over it with my classroom management. And I've got my knowledge of curriculum sorted and I just feel confident and I feel accomplished, right? And then you get there and you might be thinking, I will be so happy and I'm going to feel really successful when I'm leading my department and making more money like that person over there is. Having goals is super important, but we can't perpetually measure ourselves against something that is just unmeasurable. We're making this thing up in our minds. It doesn't actually exist. Something hasn't even happened yet or something that's based around us comparing our current life to another person or our idea of something fabricated, right? And when we're doing this, we can get stuck in this mindset where we're lacking, we're unworthy, we're not skilled enough, or we haven't made the progress we need to have leaps and bounds. Like we're just, we're not feeling happy because we're not there yet. And I was constantly measuring myself in the gap. Like I think back two years when I first started the unteachables, right? I will be happy when I'll be able to reach a small community of teachers and help them create change with a few of their toughest students. Like my goals weren't like the, my goalposts weren't that far ahead. They weren't that hard to reach necessarily. But when I got there, instead of stopping and saying, oh my God, that's amazing. I've done that. I would, now I'm saying I won't be happy until my classroom management program has been redone. I won't be happy until my book is written and released. You know, I won't be happy until I've developed my next masterclass. So I'm constantly moving that goalpost to my next goal. And goals are important, obviously. Like I, I, did, I just said that, but we need to be looking back and realizing all of the ways that we've had an impact, all of the goals that we have reached, all of the ways that we have been making an impact. We have to live in the gain. So like get a grip, Claire, like I've done so much that I should be proud of, but living in the gap is really, really easy to do. And when we live in the gap, we can't be happy. We can't find success. But when we live in the gain, however, instead of measuring ourselves forwards, Um, and finding all the ways that we're not yet there, not yet achieving, we're still lacking, we're measuring ourselves backwards. And it really does transform the way that we see ourselves and the way we see the success that we've had. Because all of a sudden, you're focusing on all of the ways you're growing and developing as a teacher. All of a sudden, you feel so much more positive about where you are right now. And where you are right now as a teacher is such a crucial part of your journey. You're learning rapidly and you just don't want to miss the opportunity to stop and appreciate the things that you're doing at the moment. So we can stop and say, oh my gosh, at the start of this academic year, I had never run my own assembly. I had never felt confident addressing behaviors with a student who I felt was volatile. I hadn't yet taught four of those units that I managed to teach this year and create resources around and I nailed it. You could say something like, oh my God, like I've gotten so much quicker at creating resources and I never thought that I'd be able to do that so quickly. Like I've developed my skills on Word. I've developed my skills on Canva. Um, I've made things look so much more professional for myself and for my students. Um, You know, you could say I've only just started working with this group of students who managed to do amazing things personally and academically this year. Or it could be the simplest things in the world, like 
I got through all of those lessons with my year eight class who were testing the hell out of me. I did that and I still showed up. I still supported them in the best way that I could. I still managed to hold it together. It didn't defeat me. Um, You could say so many things. You can find gains in absolutely everything. It really could even just be micro moments of getting through to that one student, having a positive discussion with a student who doesn't usually get any positivity in their day instead of, oh, I don't feel like I'm where I need to be because that teacher over there who has been teaching longer than me anyway, just got a promotion or is more confident or seems to be much more all over it or still thinking about all the ways you don't measure up because you don't have the skills or experience to manage things in the way that you want to just yet. But leave all of that crap behind in 2022, honestly. So I have a bit of a challenge for you today. I want you to look for the gains that you just made in 2022. I want you to measure yourself backwards. And don't just do this as a quick throwaway thing in your brain. I want you to actually sit down and do the task. I want you to grab a pen and paper. I want you to grab a journal if it's your thing. I usually just write them on my phone because it's easier and it's accessible and I can add to the list whenever I want to, just whatever works for you, right? And answer these questions. In the past year, what experiences have I had that have made me a better teacher? Ask yourself that because you will find and and really challenge yourself to think about some explicit examples as well. Ask yourself, what do I know now or what can I do now that I didn't know or I wasn't able to do at the start of the year? So really think about the ways that you've developed your skills or your knowledge in the fields because you are not going to go a year without doing so many things to develop that. Even if you're not trying very hard, just the fact that you're in the classroom for a year, it will develop you so significantly. And the last one, which I love, what are three things that past me would be so proud of if they saw how the year unfolded for you? I did this task and I asked myself like 10 years ago, what what would I have imagined for myself as being successful 10 years ago? What would I have thought about 10 year future Claire? What would she be doing? And you know, like, what can I be proud of if I met myself 10 years ago? What would I be super proud to tell myself? And it's just really powerful because you can find so many things that you are proud of and it just completely flips the narrative for you. And you deserve that at the end of the year. You really, really do. So just at the end of this year, you've nearly finished your academic. I think some of you have finished the um, the calendar year actually off, I think in Australia and, and that part of the world. But yeah, just end it on a high and ask yourself those things and just see how far you have come because it can be pretty incredible, that exercise. I'll pop those questions and the questions next in the show notes as well so you can use them as a, a journal prompt. And then in 2023, so next year when you head back into the classroom, I want you to make it a habit to do this every single week. You don't have to answer all of the following questions, but just whatever works for you. It can be as simple as what I do daily. I I do this every day if I can, um, or if I don't do it daily, I do it weekly. I just say, right, three gains I have made today or this week. Like as simple as that, I don't have any questions around it, just thinking about three gains. And sometimes it'll be really hard to think of some gains, but if you dig deep enough, you can think of some. And then sometimes I think about what gains I want to make the next day and have like really smart goals around that. 
you can even get yourself an accountability buddy, get somebody to listen to this episode so you can, you know, get them to keep you on track with it. But okay, some questions that you can ask are, what have I done this week that has been a step forward in my teaching? How have I taken the steps to be a stronger teacher this week? And I know all of you every single week have done something, whether it's implicit or explicit to make yourself a stronger teacher. What do I now know about classroom management that I didn't know when I was at uni? You can ask yourself things like that. Um, And what am I grateful about where I am at in my teaching journey? So you can ask yourself all of those questions weekly. So get yourself an accountability buddy if it helps, but that is your challenge. Go away, grab a pen, get your phone out, jot them down. I'll pop those questions in the show notes for you. Now, before I wrap up, before I finish off, I just wanted to do a bit of my own gratitude and look back on 2022 to what I think I've gained. Mind you, I've had a bit of a wobbly week mentally looking at my life in the gap thinking, oh my gosh, like this is going to be really hard next year because it will be hard. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be so happy when I finish updating the course because once I've updated that'll teach them, I can rest because it is a big task to update. I've been thinking this book is a mountain and how the hell am I going to do this with a baby? And, you know, I've been thinking all of these things and getting into my own head so much about it, but I'm just totally living in the gap when I'm thinking in that way. And of course I have to be realistic about what I can and can't achieve, but getting out of that gap mindset and thinking things like, oh my God, like it's an absolute privilege to be able to do this. It is so exciting to be able to serve the community in this way. I will be able to do this. I have support from my partner to do this, you know, like just past Claire would be so proud of the opportunity to do this. So getting out of that gap mindset is what we really do have to work at. So even though I'm on this podcast talking about how important it is, I still have really wobbly times where I've really got to go back to, okay, catch myself. I'm in the gap right now. I need to get back in the game. How can I do that? So let me just go through some gratitudes. Claire a year ago, right, was sitting at the very start of this journey of the unteachables. I was still in the, like very much in the developmental phase at the start of this year. I had this really strong vision. I had a really strong drive. I wanted to support teachers in a deeper way. And I was just constantly working overtime, like not physically necessarily, like I was doing that too, because I was developing that'll teach them. But just in my brain, I was thinking about how am I going to make this vision and this mission a reality? Like it is something that I've wanted to do. Like sitting here is a dream because it's something I've wanted to do for so long. And I'm talking like a decade. This hasn't come out of the blue. I remember in my first few years of teaching, because I identified the need for more teacher support very, very early on, I said to myself, one day I am going to be running professional learning for teachers. It was just a given. I am going to be working with educators in the best way that I can for my career. That's what I'm going to be doing. And of course, back then I couldn't exactly see how to the why at that point. Um, but I knew it was a thing. I knew that I needed to do this anyway. So I digress. It's been a long passion and mission of mine. Um, it's been a drive of mine. And this year in 2022, I, I'm just so excited to be able to have launched my first ever professional development course in April. I've developed and run two different masterclasses, which were so incredible. Like I just, the feedback I got from educators and the, and the dialogue around that, it was just so amazing. Like through those programs, I've been able to support hundreds of teachers in their practice, which I would have seen as like nothing more than a pipe dream a year ago. But on top of that, I've set up this podcast. I've completed a full 13 episode season and just trialing and erroring my way through it. And 
believe me when I say that starting this podcast was something that I felt incredibly uncomfortable and awkward doing. I was unfamiliar with the technology. I was unfamiliar with the platform. I really can't handle my own voice. And if you listen to episode one, you'll know that it was a very, very big mountain to climb just to get the confidence to come on here and then re-listen to my voice as I edited it. Um, Like everything to do with that and like videos on Instagram, I really had to work on that. So that is a massive gain, like even just the skills developing a podcast and being able to bring this to you. I have built my Instagram community to over 60,000 educators and through all of those things, the masterclasses, the Instagram, the podcast, I have been able to support more teachers than I thought imaginable. And I am so freaking grateful for that. If you're listening right now, I'm so grateful for you and to have the opportunity to support you in whatever way I possibly can. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who have allowed me to be a part of your teaching journey. And I never take that lightly. Just one person, I don't take that lightly. When I first released my That'll Teach Him course, I said to myself, Claire, you know what? Even if this just sells to one person, you are going to have made a difference to that one teacher. So I've always put an emphasis on the one, um, not the mass. You know what I mean? So whether it's just by you listening to the podcast or actually being a part of one of the programs, just to allow a mentor into your practice, it takes courage and vulnerability. So I really do celebrate every single one of you. Like every single time I receive a message from one of you saying that you tried something and it worked or that you were able to do something differently or a thank you in some way for whatever you've done differently in your practice. I screenshot that and I put it in a folder and I keep it forever because I promise like every single one of those messages means the absolute world to me. To do this work is an honour and I just wanted to make that really clear in that final, this final podcast. Um, and although next year is going to be one of the most chaotic and hectic of my life probably, <laughs> I just wouldn't change it for the world. So thank you. I'm eternally grateful for you listening to this and for being a part of that journey. Um, yeah, it just does really mean the world to me and I can't wait to keep doing this work. But for now, that's the end of season one of the Unteachables podcast. Oh my gosh. Um, Rest assured, season two will be back and it will return. But as I said, it is dependent upon things that are naturally and beautifully out of my control right now. And I can't wait to introduce you to my little girl when she arrives too. She's literally come on this entire wild journey with me since the very beginning. Like I fell pregnant with her the second I launched my first course. Um, That's when she decided she'd want to be my passenger. So she's been there through it all. So yeah, it's pretty special and I can't wait to show, I can't wait to see her face, but I can't wait to, um, you know, show her to you as well. So enough of that, go and measure yourself backwards immediately, go and write down your gains, reach out to me via my Instagram, um, like just jump into my DMs or, or email me. That's fine as well let me know a way you've made gains this year in your teaching practice. And I'm always so happy to hear from you, even if it's just to say hello and let me know you've been listening. Okay, everyone. So you all stay cozy, have an incredible and very well-deserved break. Enjoy celebrating what you celebrate. So, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Yule. And I will see you all and speak to you all at some stage in 2023. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Unteachables podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't done so yet, make sure you're following the podcast so you don't miss a single one. My goal is to always have you walk away with at least one new nugget of information to help you on your teaching journey. So if that was you today, 
feel free to pop over to my Instagram, jump into my DMs and let me know. I am always happy to hear from you and always happy to have a chat. And if you're feeling extra nice today and have a little moment to spare, a review on here would also go a long way. I will see you at the same time and same place next week, teachers. Thank you.